All right, so we left off a couple of lines in, and we're in the middle of discussing this machlekes of Rav and Shmuel. Machlekes of Rav and Shmuel is... We had Rav and Shmuel in the previous daf, and they talked about a situation when one, uh, there are two different zones, two different properties or, or, uh, or um, dwellings that are trying to use a particular space. Um, and what is the halacha if the, both spaces have somewhat limited access to that space? So what we explained was, my space heater is making some concerning noises. <laughs> to make sure I didn't explode. Um, uh, so Rav and Shmuel had argued about a situation where two different uh, dwelling areas are trying to um, gain access to one space. And we said that basically if they have an equivalent um, amount of access, let's say it's, you know, Pesach or Pesach, if there's a chaloi in a window, let's say, which is easily accessible for both of them. So in that scenario, both properties would be oiser because they didn't, in the case of our mission, they didn't make a shared Eru. So both the two properties create Isser on each other because there's a shared space. They're, they're, they have shared access one to the next. Um, so in that area, since they both have Drisas Regal, they both have the ability to use that space. Um, it becomes Usser for both of them to use the space because they fail to make an Eru with each other. However, if we say that one of them has Tashmish Noyach, one of them has an easier time using that space, that's enough to create a certain level of dominance and the, the property which has an easier time using the space um, is going to be the, the quote, uh, victorious one. So Rav and Shmuel had argued about a case of what do we do when we have a, 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 an area which is accessible to one property via Shilshul by lowering something, imagine lowering something with a rope, um, and um, the other property has access to it via zrika, via throwing. In other words, it's high. It's not so easy for them to access it because it's too high up. So do we say both of these properties are equally, um, have equally poor access to this space, and therefore it's just like a lezeb pesach, lezeb pesach. Uh, it's a shared space, and therefore since they didn't make an error, it's forbidden for them to use. Or do we say no? Do we say, look, it's slightly harder. Um, it's slightly harder to um, to throw things up than to lower them down. And since it's slightly harder to throw things up than to lower them down, okay. So uh, we're going to give them to the people who are uh, who are above the space that we're talking about. Excuse me, lowering down into it. That was the opinion. That was the that was the machlekes of Rav and Shmuel. Rav held Shnei Masurim. Rav said, "Look, both of them are equally are equally limited in their access." And Shmuel said, "No, we're going to privilege the Shilshul people. We're going to privilege the people who are above lowering down." So now let's pick up from where we left off. We're a few lines into that. Pedadum at Alf says the Gemara. Um, we had just established essentially that you know. Let's just reread these lines. The Gemara had referred to the Mishnah, the Mishnah we had earlier, Anche Chatzer and Anche Merpeses, people who live in a courtyard and people who live in a Merpeses. 
who live, uh, who, who, who access their property, the Gemara thinks at that point via a mirpeses, via a porch or outside a staircase. Imagine like a fire escape. So we saw that if there's some space which the Mishnah had qualified within Fort Tvachim of the balcony, of the fire escape, uh, or the building overall, and is above 10 Tvachim, so then it goes to the Merpeses. That, that space is considered um, uh, that it's attached or it's used by the people who are on the Merpeses on the upper level. Well, if it's lower than 10 Tvachim, it goes to the folks on the lower level. So the Gemara had thought... What are we talking about? I'll take it from the very last line of We're talking about people who live in the penthouse. They live in the highest floor. Rashi says that's way higher than the actual merpesas, than the actual staircase that's on the outside, the, the uh, platform that's on the outside. That's just how you access that floor. I, I, I have to say that I'm not 100, it's not 100% clear to me what exactly, how exactly this works in reality. Um, but the Gemara seems to be describing something that would make sense, that would be the, the, the standard assumption to its readers. Um, so essentially, what you have is, uh, a, you have a tail, let's say, a pile of rocks or a pile of bricks in the Chatzar, which is 10 Tvachim high. You have people who live way above it, right, um, in the penthouse. But the way, but, but, but since it's above 10 Tvachim, they get it, right? The folks down below, they don't live quite at ground level with it because it's 10 Tvachim up in the air. And the folks up above, they are way higher than it. So it's quite clearly, it's a beautiful proof to the opinion of Rav. Beautiful proof to the opinion of Rav, excuse me, to the opinion of, um, of uh, Shmuel. We see quite clearly, it's a beautiful proof to the opinion of Shmuel, which is that Shilshul dominates the people who are lowering, even though they also have a bit of a tashmish of dechak, it's difficult for them to do what they're doing, but it's not as difficult as it is for their counterparts over in the Zarika department, their downstairs friends. Says the Gemara, easy answer. We're actually talking about people who live on a porch, or in other words, they live at porch level. Their apartments open directly out to the porch, um, and therefore uh, they are they, they are beshaved. Uh, they're they're like a pesach with the ten tefach stuff, right? It's not they're not truly a second floor. They're just kind of an elevated floor. Okay, says the Gemara. Um, if so, let's look at the end of the Mishnah. We said that anything below 10 Tvachim goes to the Chatzar. Am I? Says the Gemara. Why should it go to the Chatzar strictly? Why should it go to the people who are on the ground floor strictly? The Halacha should rather be. It's a classic example of equal access because the people on the Mirpesis level have decent access. Right, because it's less. There's actually gonna. The Gemara hasn't explained this yet, but yeah, but it's gonna come up a little later in the Gemara. If you have two chatzeros, um, uh, two dwelling places, and they're both, and and there's a space they're trying to access both, which is within ten tefachim of both of them, that's not considered. We don't take that 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 small of a distance to be uh, a serious issue. We don't say, oh no, that's b'shilshul because it's a little lower than you. It's all less than ten tefachim. It's all by the ground. So if you live over here, and you're less than 10 Tzvachim away from the space, and they live down here, and they're less than 10 Tzvachim away from the space, that's all equal, says the Gemara. So if that's all equal, they should be usher, they should be forbidden, since they didn't make an Erev together, they should actually all be forbidden, rather than saying it's L'chatzer, it goes to the L'chatzer folks, you should say, they're all forbidden to use it, because um, 
because of uh, because of its equal access um, nature. So says the Gemara. You know what? My lechatzer af lechatzer. What we actually mean is not lechatzer doesn't mean lechatzer to the dwellers of the chatzer exclusively. It means af lechatzer to those people who live in the chatzer as well, which of course means ushnei nasurim. Right? It's a little bit of a stretch in the reading of the Mishnah. Are saying what it really means is to the chatzer ushnei masur. In other words, the chatzer as well, the ground level people as well are considered to have access to it, and therefore ushnei masur. Unfortunately, everyone's prohibited from using the space. Says the Gemara, you know what? As much of a stretch in the reading of the Mishnah that is, it kind of makes sense. I mean, the Gatani Seifa, we learned in the Seifa, where did we say this? Halacha, if the pile, if the lifeguard chair or whatever it is in the Chatzar is smucha, it's close. It's close to the building. Right? We said if it's far away, even if it's 10 Tvachim high, it goes to the Chatzar. Says Gemara, hold on a second. My lechatzer. Why would we give it to the ground floor? Right? We didn't really delve into this when we learned the mission. vishari. If what you want to tell me is lechatzer vishari, it goes to the dwellers of the courtyard of the ground floor, and they can use it freely. Am I? Right? If 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 you and I live in a building and we have our, our lifeguard chair, our pile of rocks or whatever, deep deep in the courtyard, far away from the building, and you live at the top level and the bottom floor, I can't say like, oh you know, it's mine now. <laughs> We're both, it's a shared space. It's just a, a particularly high part of a shared space. We both have equal access. So what could the Mishnah have meant? The only possible explanation is, right? What we mean is, even though it's 10 Tfachim in the air, it is permitted, right? Technically, it is it is given to the Chatzar dwellers, the ground floor dwellers access as well. And therefore, if they fail to make an Erev together, since it's a shared space, it's forbidden just like the rest of the Chatzar, essentially, just like the rest of the courtyard. Um, okay, yeah, so that's the uh, that's the deal. So Hachanami says the Gemara so to here, my lechatzer af lechatzer shnei masurim is perfectly appropriate to say um, that that's the case here as well. Shmami no great proof says the Gemara. Good job. Tanat we learned in the Mishnah in the Mishnah chulias habar v'hasela the chulias habar right the chulias habar. Oh, I think I have some pictures again. I explained chulias habar and Shabbos, but I do love using the pictures. <laughs> Let me share my screen. So, pictures really just save you some words sometimes and we're going to share our screen proverbial thousand of them yes exactly ah and it's so smart it takes me right where i want to go okay here we are so this is the cholias bar imagine if you're digging up a bar you put you produce a lot of dirt you produce a big pile of dirt and therefore and therefore uh, you have a high-ish space, right? You have a you have an elevated up, up you possibly even a tent to have a high space around the bar. So it says the Gemara um, like this. It says the Gemara Tanan. We learned in our Mishnah, a dirt mound around a hole or a rock, which is ten fachim high, right? Limer passes. If it's ten fachim high, it goes after the merpesses. It goes after the porch dwellers. Pachas mikan, less than that, lechatzer goes to the ground floor dwellers. So, so again, the Gemara is asking its question. Um, it's funny, the Gemara is really kind of doing a redux of the same uh, 
I see when I learned this Mishnah, my, I said, oh, the, the Mishnah is explaining itself. The Mishnah is saying, what's the safer? The Mishnah is explaining the case of the racial. And Mar seems to be treating it as if it's a new case. And it's pondering whether we can say the same Kiddush to explain this, the safer as we said to explain the racial, as you'll see in a moment. The Gemara is essentially asking, it would seem on, on the face of it, we would think that the case is that we're talking about actual B'nai Aliyah, people who live on a second floor. People who live on a second floor. And those people... Um, uh, and those people are given the access to the ten tefachai thing um, because they're bishilshal, as you can see. They you see they have their their bucket is tied on to the higher spot, so they're bishilshal. They're lowering down um, their um, their buckets, while the fellows from down here have to throw their buckets over the edge. So therefore, since they live all the way up here on the second floor, they dominate the space. So says the Gemara, No, we're not talking about people who live in an actual aldea, an actual second floor. We're talking about people who simply live at Mirpesa's level, at this kind of medium, um, right? Just like we said at the top of the Yomad, we're talking about people who live at porch level. Says the Gemara, That's very well when it comes to the cella, when it comes to the rock. However, because remember, you're lowering down your bucket to get things that are all the way at the bottom of a pit somewhere. That's way below here. So in other words, regardless, somebody is going to be, right? The, the people who are from up above are strictly bishilshul, are strictly lowering down, while the people who are at ground level are still engaging in a little bit of zrika. And they all have to get down to the bottom of the pit. So the people who are just lowering straight down, one could argue, have a much easier access. We're talking about a hall, a cistern that's full of water full of water so there's no depth right in other words it's full to the top says the Gemara well that's very nice until you take the first bucket of water out of it right as soon as you take a bucket of water it's 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 finished and now you're already dipping down so says the Gemara since when it's full it's permitted when it's a little less than full it can also be permitted <laughs> says the Gemara I like who, who told you that's the way it works I don't know Maybe we should we should favor the fact that sometimes it's usher since it's sometimes forbidden. It should always be forbidden. <laughs> very, very interesting. Says the Gemara. You know what? You're right. We're talking about a pit which is full of payrus, it's full of produce fruit. Says Gemara, okay, that's still also as soon as you take out some carrots, um, the uh, the pit's going to be, you're going to be dipping down into the pit instead of dealing with something at surface level. Says the Gemara, the case is that the payers are tevel, they're not, you never took meiser, trumas and meisers from this big pit of carrots, so therefore we know you're not going to touch it. It's not ready to be used. So it's really just a piece of ground which happens to have a big mound around it. Okay, the economy says the more that actually makes sense. The katani dumya the sela because we said the bar is comparable to the rock, right? So the the pit has to be comparable to the big rock. So how could it possibly be? In other words, these are two very different kinds of cases. The case would have to be a pit which is uh, full all the way up to ground level and that you're not going to dip into for any reason. All right, fair enough. Okay, shmami says the gemara. 
Now says the Gemara, Why do we have to have both? Once we've established that they're both at ground, that they're both, they're, they both, I should say, don't go deeper than ground level. Why do I need both cases? When it comes to a rock, to just an outcropping, a lifeguard's chair in the middle of the chatzar, there's no need to make exera. It's understandable, right? Simple, simple halacha. But when it comes to a boar, when it comes to a pit or a cistern, um, right? Maybe we should say that you're not allowed, no one's allowed to use it, even though technically there might be one um, scenario in which, uh, in which uh, you, should, you, could, you would be permitted to use it. Nobody's allowed to use it <coughs> um, because you may come to stumble into a situation where you're dealing with a bar, a pit, which is going to get emptied over the course of Shabbos, right? It might have uh, fruit, produce, which has had truma and might be taken from it. Igmar doesn't mention, but I assume we could also say it might have water. Um, I don't see why that would be any different. So says Igmar, there's an argument that maybe we should make a takana. We should make a takana because you may come to do shilshul, right? You may come to have one, uh, one, um, one zone dipping into the pit. So the Kamash Mulan that you don't have to make such a takana. Okay. Says the Gemara like this. Toshma. Here's another proof. Anche Chatzar, Anche Eliyash, and Shachu Vayirvo. Anche Chatzar, Mishtamshem, Basara, Tachtoinen. Anche Eliyash, Mishtamshem, Basara, Aliyayin. So I think we have, this is actually really what I wanted the picture for. Oh, see, there's a pit full of water. <laughs> okay, here's the, this is good. This is very helpful. Um, if you have a ziv, uh, the Gemara is going to explain, actually, I should really read that piece of first. So sometimes you have a scenario where there are upstairs, right? There are second floor dwellers and first floor dwellers. Um, and they forget to make an Eruv. And they have between them, the Gemara's current thinking is 20 Tefachim of space. And the question is, who gets to use the, um, the, uh, a, a piece, uh, an outcropping or, or a space on the wall, which is in between both of them? Says the Gemara, Kate said, what would the case be? Ziz, you have a, a shelf, essentially, a ledge. So that's the one down here, if you see where my cursor is. Um, if it's below 10 Tfachim, so easy, that goes to the, um, the courtyard dwellers. If it's above 10 Tfachim, so here's the 10, so this one is above 10 Tfachim. That's another easy one. That's another layup that goes to the La'aliyah, to the uh, second floor dwellers. Now, the implication is, says the Gemara, if there's one in between, see this one, which is smack on the 10 tefach line. So the folks down here have to throw to use it, and the folks up here have to lower to use it. So we see, right, it's also, it's prohibited. So this is a chizuk. This is a proof to Rav, who says that when you have uh, a space which is prohibited, Said, right, because there's no air, there's no shared air, and therefore their equal access causes um, causes there to be an isr. Says the Gemara, Amr of Nachman, Hacha b'kaisel tisha aser askinan. Here we're talking about a kaisel tisha aser, a wall of nineteen tefachim. V'ziz yoytze mimenu lemata me'asara. The case is that it's not 20 Tvachim, it's actually 19 Tvachim. 
It's 19 Tfachim. What's the point of that? And there's a ziz, there's a shelf sticking out, and it's accessible in the middle, and it's accessible to the upstairs folks, Bishilshul, by lowering, and the downstairs folks, Bizrika, by throwing. Um... Uh, I'm sorry, I I uh, I jumped If there is a um, a shelf sticking out, if there's one which is in the lower ten tefachim. Now keep in mind, the lower ten tefachim is the only full set of ten tefachim that there is, because in our original picture, I don't know why they didn't give us the second picture. It would have been helpful. In our original picture, there were twenty tefachim of space, but now there are only nineteen. So. With anything that's within the first ten tefachim, okay, no brainer. It goes to the um, <clears throat> to the folks that are on the bottom. However, um, so right. In other words, for the chutzer people, it's at ground level. For the upstairs people, it's it's b'shilshol. It's being lowered down. So it's a no brainer. It goes to the people for whom it's at ground level. However, if it's above ten tefachim, it's Then it belongs to the upstairs people because it's easy access for them. But the folks down below have to throw. But there's no baini baini. There's no no man's land because there are only nineteen tefachim. Right, they're only nineteen tefachim. So anything is going. Anything that they're anything that's going to be within ten tefachim of the top, right, is going to is going to be um, is going to be accessible. Uh, is going to be only accessible by the top, and anything that's that's more than that's below ten fucking from the top is automatically going to fall into the rishos of the bottom folks. But there's no in between space. Says the Gemara like this: Tashma, Shtegis is choice. There are two when you have two platforms, two platforms. Right, this is our next picture. It looks like a giant mikvah. Shtegus destroys two platforms. Zula Malamizu, one is above the other. So Rashi is at pains to note. Don't think that that means um, Zula Malamizu that they're directly above each other. It just means that one, the Gemara simply means that one is higher than the other. In fact, let me actually show you the Rashi because the, this wonderful picture over here lets us see the Rashi. Right? The Ain Ubi Rashi says, The Ain Mechuvanais. Look at the, if you want to look at the screen and read along. Ain Mechuvanais Zu Alzu. Right, they're not attached to. They're not right above each other. Elam meshuchay zu can. They're meshuchay zu can I get zu? Right, they are slightly drawn away from each other. Right, in other words, they're they're in the they're not um uh they're not on um they're not directly below one another, but they're within four tefachim of each other. The one above has a nekev, has a hole, and a mechitza. You see it has like this little upside-down sukkah hanging out of the bottom. But the, the lower-down platform does not have such a um, such a hole and upside-down sukkah. So says the says Rashi, for the people up here on the higher platform, they simply lower their bucket down to the sea and pull up the water. But the lower down, the 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 lower platform, they have to first do zrika, they throw up and over, right? And after all, we said stay in Asura. Actually says, looking back at the Gemara, if they constructed a little upside down sukkah, this little set of mechitzas, which normally would be enough to permit carrying in an act, right? Because um, remember, this is one of the few cases in which this, this, this rule is accurately used. Usually the Gemara first uses it inaccurately and then says, oh no, that's all. 
that's only over the water. But here, we actually have a case of um, uh, walls that are hanging in the air. Walls that are hanging in the air are permitted specifically over water. So says the Gemara, in this scenario, even though these folks on the higher platform did a good job constructing a mechitza, constructing an up the upside down sukkah in order with which to draw their water with, but what they ignored is that they're sharing their space. This, this space is also used by platform number one, two, depends which way you're reading, by the lower platform, right? Since that's the case, they need, you need to have some kind of mechitza, some kind of eruv, essentially, to put it in, in, in our terms, to allow the carrying uh, in and out of the bucket uh, for the first platform as well. The first platform doesn't have an upside down sukkah. It doesn't have these mechitzas. It doesn't have these walls. So, everyone's, everyone's prohibited. No one's allowed to use the space. They would have to make some kind of eruv. Once they make an eruv, then we can talk. So, oh, so we see quite clearly, again, that Rav is correct, that in such a scenario, see, right, one of them is Bizriko Bishilsho, one of them's got a throw, and the other one's just Bishilsho, the other one's just got a lower. So uh, we see quite clearly that uh, when you have throwing and lowering up against each other, we consider them equal, and we say, they're both forbidden. The case is, right, so they, the way they envisioned that is that they put a little ladder here. They put a little ladder over here. Since they put a little ladder over here, it's letarvayu b'shilshul. Both of them require shilshul. Both of them require, um, right, uh, uh, a, um, a certain amount of, um, excuse me, both of them require only lowering. But the only problem is these folks did not make an Erev, so they're going to have to make some kind of Erev together. Remember, a ladder is, is great. A ladder allows you to make an Erev together. Right? A, ladder, a ladder can work for a kula, but if you don't make an air together, you're not going to be able to carry, um, to use this shared space to carry in it. But again, we don't know what the halacha would be in this case, and we, Rav and Shmuel uh, remain un, right? Rav and Shmuel are allowed to keep arguing. There's no proof one way or another, because we don't know what would be in this case where there's Zrika and Shilsha, where you first got a throw and then got a low. Okay. Abaya Amar. Abaya is a different solution. Kegoi, the kayom in betoich asara. The Hadadi, right? So this really, I, I mentioned to you that the Gemara was going to say this. It kind of implied it at the beginning of Amid Aleph, right? The the platforms are have a have a pretty minimal height difference. The height difference between the platforms is less than ten tefach. Since that's the case, since that's the case, as Abai explains, loy mi boy kamer. Really, we're saying a dual chiddush here. If the situation were reversed, let's say they made only an upside down sukkah. On the bottom of the of the tachtoina of the lower platform, why the cave the the kayamin since they're within ten tefachim of each other, asur nahadadi. Essentially, it's considered one space. We don't say, oh, these people are up there, these people are down there. Everyone's within ten tefachim of each other. They're at the same. We consider them to be at the same height level. So then we basically have one part of the of the area, the chutzer, which is not enclosed in mechitza. So you can't, of course, and and. Therefore, nobody can carry until you make an air. However, even in the case which we see in the picture, where there's an upside down sukkah and a bucket hanging through it, 
Even in that case, maybe we should say, okay, at this point, we say that for the folks for whom it's a simple lowering of a bucket, the folks on the higher platform, so for them, they get the space because it's relatively easy for them to use the space. However, the folks on the lower platform who have to throw and lower, have to throw and lower. I might think that there's a difference. Says the Gemara, Kamash Malan. There's no difference. Why? Came in the Bugay Asar Kayamin Asun Hadadi. Since they're within ten Tfachim, they uh, prohibit each other. In other words, we don't take seriously a difference in height um, between um, which is within ten Tfachim. And again, Loimi Boy. In other words, it's one Chiddush in both cases. Okay, says the Gemara, Ki had amr amr This is quite comparable to a case in which we heard from Reb Nachman in the name of Shmuel. Gag Let's say you have a gag, right? This is a very low roof, but this is the type of thing you see in Israel, right? You have like a roof area that's accessible from a street that's higher up on the hill. So the building, the, the bottom of the building is down here somewhere. Um, and the porch area is accessible via a street which is higher up. Right, there's a Rosh Hashanah and you got a, a little roof here. So, in this case, um, if the folks in the Aliyah, right, if the folks in the higher portion of the building, the upper floors of the building, want to use this gag, this roof, they need to install a sulam kavua. They need to install a permanent staircase, a permanent ladder. Why? Because this space really is dominated by the Bnei Rosh Hashanah, right? It has, or is dominated by the ground floor. Uh, folks. So, Sulam Kavua in Sulam Arai Loy. It needs a full blown staircase, right? It needs a full blown ladder. It needs a full blown ladder. If you want to carry from, let's say, the Mirpeses to the Gag, let's say you got something out on the, right? This is the Mirpeses level. This is the porch level. You want to carry from here to the, to the um, right? That's the space which is used by the second floor people. And you want to carry through this Gag, this roof area. You need to, um, Install this ladder. Why Rashi says because you're revealing Gali Daite. You can see it right here. Gali Daite the Salke Lagag Right? We're saying this is our roof now. Up until now, the Rishasarabim people uh, had uh, had uh, just as much access to this roof area as we did. So by putting in the ladder, we say no, no, no. Right? We we assert dominance. We say this is our space now, and now we can carry straight through. So says the Gemara. Sulam Kavua in Sulam Ayre Loi only. Right? Clearly, you can only use a Sulam Kavua, a set, where you have to install a permanent staircase, and not a Sulam Ayre, not a temporary one. My time. Why would that be? Lav Mishum the cave in the Basei Chasar Adadi Kaima Asher Adadi. It must be because without that, since we're within ten Tefachim of each other, we um. We create Isra on each other. We, the the Bnei Rosh Hashanah and the second floor people, we are sharing a space because we're within 10 Tzvachim of each other. So we see this principle is proven. It's not necessarily the case. It could be that technically speaking, 10 Tzvachim, being within 10 Tzvachim of each other doesn't change the halachic status. And what made the halachic status of this space um, uh, amenable to the Bnei Rosh Hashanah, accessible to Bnei Rosh Hashanah, is that people put there, literally, as the Gemara describes, their hats and their bags there. People put their things down there, they rest there. And we know as a general rule that spaces which Bnei Rosh Hashanah used to rest become an extension of Rosh Hashanah. So it could be that's why it's happening, right? Because it's fairly easily accessible now, and not because um, of its actual height. It could be the height um, doesn't really swing things one way or the other. Okay, I think we will break it off here.
Thank you. Thank you. So right, tomorrow please. at one o'clock.